What are machine learning systems and how can they be applied to improve data security? I'm Marian Kolbasek McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with security and artificial intelligence expert Bob Lighthizer, Chief Software Architect of Authentic Intelligence. Bob will be describing how evolving machine learning systems can potentially improve data security, especially in healthcare, as well as their limitations. So now, Bob, to start, just very briefly describe what a machine learning system is, especially in the context of how it can be used for data security. First of all, machine learning systems are complex to understand, but basically they're derived from algorithms and artificial intelligence. And the idea of a machine learning system is to take algorithms and apply them to data sets in order to try to make predictions about what's going to happen in the future with that data. So in other words, looking at the data, looking for correlations, finding relationships between things, and then being able to identify or create a prediction. Just to clarify, there are two different ways that machine learning systems operate. One way they operate is on the idea of supervised learning. In a supervised learning system, there's a definitive goal that the machine learning system is undertaking to predict. It's been given that information ahead of time, so it tries to look at all the different variables in the data to determine how to make that prediction, How what are the things that come into play that, that affect whether or not something's going to happen. In an unsupervised model, the machine learning system actually tries to discover things that could be predicted. So it looks at all of the different attributes to try to identify what can be predicted. Now, how does this apply to data security, especially to healthcare? Well, if you think about data security, data security really involves the idea of behaviors. So much of the data theft that happens today is not really happening because of people breaking in I mean, it's, people are breaking into systems, but the idea is, is that once they break in, they become like an individual who's trusted on the inside, and then they are able to leak the data back out. So it's only by being able to monitor data from the inside that these systems can be effective. And in healthcare specifically, the breaches have involved leaking out data through usernames and passwords that were discovered. So, Bob, how does machine learning differ from traditional analytics, especially in the context of it being used for data security? So, in a traditional analytics model, the focus is on a subject matter expert looking at the results. And so, it may use the data mining approach. It's looking at data, it's harvesting information, and then typically a user tries to work with that information to try to figure out how to apply it to other areas. In a machine learning system, it takes that step away because a machine learning system can basically be used against a data mining model to look at the information and then based on that actually project out what the application is. Probably the easiest way to understand that is with an example. In a data mining type of system or a traditional analytics approach, a user might look and he might identify that fraud has occurred when a provider is billing from more than one location at the same time. And then from that, that person might decide that, you know, maybe they should look at some other area, maybe to see if a patient whose claim is coming in from two different areas that are too far apart to be realistic is the same claim. In a machine learning system, that could be done automatically. That correlation, the fact that it finds a correlation between different locations, it could try to basically project a prediction for a whole other area. 
What are the limitations of machine learning systems, especially when it's used for data security purposes? That's a great question because I think a lot of people have kind of overestimated how much machine learning systems can do. Uh, one common misconception is that machine learning systems are able to actually improve their own performance. And that really doesn't happen within a machine learning system by itself. And there's a couple of problems with that theory. First of all is that the only way a machine learning system can improve is if it can incorporate results from its own performance back into the model. Well, that requires an outside interface to provide that data back in. So in other words, I can train a machine learning model with all kinds of data, all kinds of history, and then the machine learning can use that data, and it can even get information about events can be sent into the model. But if nothing comes back into the model about how well it does as actually flagging, say, fraudulent activity or some kind of security breach, then the system has no way of basically being able to improve. So one big key aspect of a machine learning system is that there needs to be a way for the machine learning system to receive back as one of its attributes, its own performance. It's kind of like as you apply information to make a decision about something. Uh, one example I give is with the stock market where, you know, maybe five years ago I decided to buy or not buy a stock based on looking at the history of other stocks at that time. Well, if I have to make a decision today about a stock, obviously I want to look and see if I made a mistake about that earlier one and apply that. Another limitation is that machine learning models typically have a fixed set of attributes that they're looking at. They tend to be kind of column-oriented. And what you need to be able to factor in is that with technology changes, that there's always new factors that come into the model. So, for instance, one attribute that might not have been important when the model was first designed might have to be added to the model. We think of device-to-device type communication as a scenario where that's a whole new type of thing and all kinds of malware and stuff are coming up now with just, with just devices that don't even interact with humans that can be spread on the network. There are attributes associated with malware coming in on those devices that may be different from the attributes associated with a device used by a user. So basically, machine learning is limited if it's not done within a wider software framework with some kind of a feedback loop and some kind of a method for being able to extend the model. So now you mentioned earlier about detecting healthcare fraud. Are machine learning systems being used to fight healthcare fraud and how? Yes, they are. Again, I think they're still pretty limited. They're pretty much focused on things like the example that we gave with the provider that in one state that charges for the same patient in another state. And I think there's a lot of potential for them to be improved beyond that, though. So right now, most of the use cases for machine learning are situations where there's already a lot of known data, things like malware, things like spam. But the reality is that a lot of the biggest security threats are not associated with large amounts of data, with large amounts of wide-scale kind of like bombardment. You know, they come from more subtle things like a user credentials or maybe an employee themselves that decides to uh, use the information against an organization for whatever reason, and it comes from the inside. And that's a more difficult threat to handle with machine learning, but I believe it can be done. So with that said, what sorts of breaches involving health data might a machine learning system be able to detect or maybe even prevent from happening in the future, and how? 
Well, I think the key is the idea of being able to train a model based on user behavior. So right now, uh, there's a few companies doing work in this area, but the idea is, is that you monitor user behaviors and associate them with being either good or bad or, you know, or maybe just questionable. So, for instance, when a user performs certain actions on the network, if you can record those actions and you can build up a, a, a repository of actions associated with normal use cases, and then you can also train the model. A big part of machine learning is training the model. By training the model, what you're doing is you're creating data that may not actually be real data that really is happening, but data that could have happened. So, in other words, you might create a scenario for where a, a person, for instance, that normally only looks at a few claim records on, his, on a website inside the organization, all of a sudden is downloading a million records into Excel and putting into a file, encrypting it, and emailing outside the network. That's a pretty obvious case of a data breach, right? If a user that normally is just working with an application suddenly can do that. And what I found is that in most healthcare organizations, that kind of vulnerability really exists that there are developers that will leave usernames and passwords for databases lying around, and that a savvy user could potentially look at a file, connect as another user, download all that data, put it into a spreadsheet, and potentially encrypt it and use encryption against the network because by encrypting it, nobody can see what the data is and then actually email that data outside the organization. So in that scenario, the machine learning can help by basically providing a uh, way to record those actions. So uh, somebody training the system could record that when these events transpire that it's fraudulent. And by doing that, the system can also start to correlate for similar types of things. So for instance, if, if that particular use case is flagged as fraudulent, maybe another use case that's a little bit different but still suspicious could be automatically detected. And uh, the biggest thing that's needed is some kind of proactive mechanism to stop data theft. Because the problem is, is that just trying to do analytics and looking at the data after the fact is often too late. It only takes a couple of minutes to download several million records with PII and PHI. So obviously, unless you can be looking at these systems in real time, you're not going to be able to stop something even if, you, even if you've detected that it's happened. So now, do you see machine learning systems as something that would be used in the healthcare sector primarily by larger organizations, or would small doctor offices, small clinics, small hospitals be able to use these systems to help with their data security? Well, I think that there's application for small organizations as well as large. One of the things that came up with the work that I've done with the healthcare providers was the lack of attention to, to some really basic security safeguards. And those things become evident as you use a machine learning model. It, it's pretty easy for it to, to detect things like <laughs> that you shouldn't have a database username in a file that everybody can read. That seems kind of obvious. But in a, terms of smaller organizations, you have the same kind of risk as just at a smaller level. So, for instance, sharing the information that's sensitive, like a social security number, it's pretty easy to identify that that's stored in the database or stored in a file and to put some kind of process in place to prevent that from happening. Again, a machine learning system, I feel like they could be used 
in any size system. There, there's not like a minimum size. Still the same basic idea. You want to look at the behavioral data and you want to try to make assessments about it. Obviously, if there's more data, it does help the model. But even with a small amount of data, if it's been trained correctly, it can still have usefulness. And finally, Bob, how might machine learning systems be applied to other sectors beyond the healthcare sector to improve data security? Well, I think the same kind of risk that exists in healthcare exists in other ones. And, and again, I think the, the biggest threat is already in the network. There's already an inherent security problem with every system, and that's from the inside. If there's, there's a vulnerability from, for data to be leaked from the inside out, and that exists in every organization, and it includes not just like private healthcare information or personally identifiable information, but it, it even concerns intellectual property like in the case of, of Sony. You know, intellectual property will probably be the big next area where there's a lot of data security breaches. But the same principles apply. The idea of you have to have a system that can look at what's happening on the inside and detect when something's being done that's abnormal, that indicates that the data is being leaked out, and and systems that can look at what is related to those kind of breaches to try to figure out what things need to be locked down. So I think it has application outside of healthcare for a lot of different scenarios. I guess one analogy I like to give about security is that, you know, if I'm trying to protect stuff, my house from being robbed, I can put like a big brick wall around my house or I can try to put a lot of protection on the outside that might prevent somebody from getting in, but that may not be practical. And so in my house, we have an alarm system, and somebody could easily break a window. They could easily, you know, force a door open. We don't try to make it so that it's impenetrable from the outside, but what we do make sure of is that if somebody does get in, we immediately are notified. And it's the same idea for a data security system, and the machine learning helps because if you can think about it, in our scenario, it's not so much that somebody we're worried about somebody's breaking in, we have to assume that they've already broken in. We have to assume the worst-case scenario. So let's say we are a big business and we have people that are working on the inside of the building that some of them are just plain bad or have gotten in without authorization and they're, they're intent on taking stuff. The only way to protect that it, right now, if you think about without computers, is, is to have like a security guard watching what somebody does. It's the same idea of machine learning system where a machine learning system can look at what somebody does and based on their knowledge, based on the knowledge of that system, can determine when something's abnormal. They can determine, you know, like for instance in the store, if somebody's shoplifting something, that's not normal as opposed to going through the cash register. Thanks, Bob. I've been speaking to Bob Lighthizer. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-Begee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.